Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. So today was the first day I went out biking. Mm, um, beautiful yeah, day. So, yeah, big day. So it's always a big day every year, and I didn't plan on it because I was like, <laughs> I need to go for a tune-up. And I don't have a, a rack for my new car, so I don't really have a. I've, and I, the uh, shop I go to is downtown. Um, you know, they're they're cheap, and the ones in the Highlands are always way overpriced. So um, yeah, I get ready to go take. Um, you know, I get I go pump my tires up, and I'm like, all right. You know, it was kind of unplanned today, and the fact that it was unplanned made it more exciting. So I get out and I leave my house, and I go down Alta to get on Spring by Cherokee, and all I do is when I turn on Spring, I go about 100 feet before I turn left into the park. This Uh car gets behind me, and immediately this guy's like, get out of the road, asshole! And I'm just (laughs) like, and I've been on my bike for like two minutes, and I turn around, I'm like, calm down, dude, and I get ready to turn in the park. He stops and looks at me. He's like, you don't need to be in the center of the road, and I'm like, I have a million things I wanted to say to this guy right now. Number one, <laughs> I was on the bike on that road for a hundred feet. Number yeah. two, there were cars passing on the other side. So he couldn't have gone around me unless he wanted to get in a, a accident, you know, like hit another car head on. Yeah. Number which three. You don't want. The, yeah. Number three, the classic, he's in a car and I'm in a bike, you know, so like he could kill me pretty easily. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then number four, it's just like, I don't know. Like you have, you really have bad luck uh, on the bikes and the scooters. I I do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, like a number four, like, are you really in that big of a hurry? Like you're not, you're not in that big of a hurry to stop. It's a beautiful day. Just relax. Yeah. Yeah. So after all those things I was thinking, and I wanted to say everything, but what just came out was fuck you. And I just rode away. Yeah. Um, So yeah, if this guy is happens to be listening, he was driving a shitty old red sports car and uh had Fuck off. Hair and a black mustache. Yeah, turn this thing off and get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it was a good day, you know. Um you yeah, know, parts of the park were closed, but but yeah, yeah, I no, definitely um, uh was hoping I could get out and get a walk in. I unfortunately didn't, but I've been out a few times. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, fucking beautiful day here it in is, Lu- it Louisville, is. Kentucky. Yes, it is. And it's going to be beautiful next two days, too, in the 80s, the first two days. Yeah. A so little bit of first... rain, a little bit of rain scattered, but yeah, it yep. should, yeah, I saw like high of the 80s. Like, well, yeah, I think the afternoon is supposed to be nice. So, so I'm excited. Ready? Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Brain Buster Boys, episode 102. My name is Brett Jagger, along with my tribal chief. Belmont Rand. Ooh. <laughs> how about that one? Yeah, yeah. How about that one? Oh, man. It was a big compliment. Man, I got a lot to say about that guy. I feel like I'll, I'll, I'll mention my, my conclusive thoughts about 
I mean, I figure get your if you got any life stuff you want to get off your chest, but I feel like we'll just we'll just start right with the 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 elephant in the room here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, just go ahead. What do you think about old Roman Reigns and the fact that retained this was universal world championship, whatever they fucking call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anywho, um, this was the first time I remember watching like Roman Reigns, like out of the entire time we've seen him. And again, it's been like bits and pieces, truly. Um, but big bits and pieces, the like the big simple mm-hmm. things. But this is when I fucking realized I'm like, man, he's like, you know, like the like the magnitude of what he is, you know, like how like great of a performer mm-hmm. he is, and mm-hmm. you know, the impact that he yeah. has and will continue to have on wrestling. Um, yeah, I mean, not just that, but like I was cheering for him at some point in the match, you know, and I know like that's not like what <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to be doing. But, at, you know, a- after all this build up thinking Cody's going to win, you know, a- after, you know, that sort of being the, the obvious thing, you know, like like he-, he got me on his side. And, yeah, I you know, I used to think Roman Reigns was just sort of like, I don't know, I, I guess as a casual fan and someone who's just, you know, stepped in for these big parts, I never really 100% got it, I don't think. It was just yeah. more of, like, other people telling me. This was the first time I I, I saw it and I felt it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's important. And, uh, I mean, the shock of it all, obviously. I mean, I'll mm. never, ever forget that. I mean, you and I kind of locked eyes. like, And as Solo came back, you know, mm-hmm. after Usos came down, Kevin and Sammy clear him out. You know, it seems like, okay, it's clear for Cody to win. And then Solo fucking slips his ass back in the ring. And then like yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, it's, is this really going to happen? And then that monster spear. And then on the three count, I just look at each other and I'm just like, oh, yeah. my God. God. Yeah, it, it was just, um, just, just, a, just an immense moment. And, um, yeah, just done in a very, very surprising way. I mean, that match was everything you could have wanted out of that, I think, except for the people who really wanted Cody to win, which like, I don't know, like I've still like, I got, you know, I was like cool. Like when Cody got his intro stuff and a lot of the stuff he did was really cool in the intro with his kid. And then Brody Lee's kid. Um, Absolutely. The kid with yeah. Brody Lee. Yes. That was very cool. Yeah. And that's bar for, you know, that's, you know, who Cody is and stuff, but yeah, like, like pretty quickly, I yeah. sort of was just like, yeah, you know, like I know Cody's like being teed up for this big moment, but, yeah, I just kind of wanted Roman to win. It was that and Paul Heyman, you know, and just all the all this stuff. And like, I mean, we were dialed into Heyman the whole fucking match. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's killed it for this whole reign. But yeah, yeah, just looking at his face throughout the entirety of the match is just a, a sight to behold. It is. It is. Yeah. No, he like so. I mean, just that whole package of like of like the bloodline stuff. You know, um, like yeah. I know it's like dominant, and I know like they win. But uh, but yeah, this is the first time I kind of really felt like, oh yeah, like to me this is really cool, you know. I yeah, get why, and I mean you pretty what... much. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that, that that's it. I was just gonna say you kind of said you've only seen bits and pieces. I mean, I feel like we've covered shit the last several pay per views. But when you're not watching any the TV I'm not stuff watching... and, and and the promos yeah. and the backstage stuff, you know, exactly. Yeah, and I'm not watching all of that every week, but like I am seeing the important stuff, you know, and like all this bloodline shit has been phenomenal, mm-hmm. but yeah, I love that. Now it is truly finally crystallized for you in a moment that again, n- 
no one fucking expected. I don't care if you maybe went out and you picked Roman Reigns to win. Like yeah. that still is a massive upset yeah. in this situation. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, I've seen on Twitter a lot of hindsight, like twenty twenty goggles. You know, oh, on, sure. and a lot of people yeah. are being like, oh, well, you know, like. You know, I like I told you, I don't think it was Cody's time. And, you know, they yeah. wanted to do the thousand days thing. And he, Cody, yep. he needs to, like, really earn it, you know. Um, but, I mean, it's obviously a pretty controversial choice. Oh, a lot no of people doubt. a lot of people just straight up did not like it. And that one guy in the press conference last night, you know, articulated that question pretty well, where he was like, this could be a big moment where Cody could be, like, one of your lasting baby faces. Yep. Um, which, like. Do you think Cody is a wrestler on the caliber of like you're like John Cena or the Rock or any of those like big baby faces? Which I am not sure that he is. Just you know, I'd say he's a half step down at the at least, at, at least, least, yeah. I yeah. don't think he is that top of the top, top, top guy. He's fucking close, and everything he's yeah. done in the last several years has been so impressive. And for him right. to walk back into WWE and be you know, the main eventer right away is impressive and the crowd is on his side, but no, I don't think he's quite at that level, but, and I, again, I am happier with this outcome in hindsight. Oh yeah. I think it's way more interesting. Yeah. And I like Cody for sure. And I, of course, like everyone else thought he was going to win. And this was the time and the moment to pull the trigger, but you know, on the other hand, as Triple H said, the story is not over. This is we're just entering the next chapter. Um, but I do get the people that are upset and, you know, not striking when the iron is hot. And what if Cody gets hurt again or, you know, X, Y, Z could happen that, you know, he maybe doesn't get to this pinnacle again. But I have a feeling he is. I have a sure. feeling he's probably still going to be the one to take it off him. In my mind right away, I'm like backlash. You know, he's going to get his rematch. He deserves it after the interference. But there's the whole thousand days thing, which would it would need to be beyond that. I don't know what the exact I mean, I, I mean, is. I mean, and then at that point, the story would be robbing him of that. Yeah. You know, I think if, if they want to build that up to like, oh, yeah, like this win is what like robs him at the finish line. Yes. Of a thousand days like that could be, you know, yeah. uh, something you lean into. Like, I mean, but I also get the side of this needs to happen at a big show. So a lot of people are saying SummerSlam, which certainly makes sense. But mm-hmm. I would personally love to see it at like a backlash or something like that. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's still going to be super invested. Everyone's going to be watching no matter yeah. what. But I get it. But I love it, you know, because, um, yeah. yeah, where does it go from here? What does Cody say tonight? You know, it seems certainly seems like we're probably going to have a Cody, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens against the Usos and Roman. I could definitely see that going on at Backlash because, you know, the Usos are going to want their tag titles back. You know, you have a contractual rematch. So, I mean, this obviously the bloodline story is not over. If yeah. Reigns would have lost okay you know let's all go our separate ways but we're still very much in it it's still very much going to be thrilling i think cody certainly ain't gonna fucking lie down after that shit um and yeah kevin and sammy you know they came out to help him they'd already kind of been sowing the seeds of that trio being on the same page so continue to stay strapped in but yeah like very, very few times can wrestling absolutely floor me like that did. 
And yeah. for me, as my as I'm a fan, like that to me is so much more important than Cody getting the win. I know I'm in the minority here, but man, I it's, that was just a special, special moment. And yeah. Like you said, a great fucking match the whole way. Like yeah. I, it went thirty, just under thirty five. It was like thirty four fifty something, locked in from the moment go. I don't know if I'm going to call it a five star match. I put it at four and three quarters just because it was. You know, it was just so fucking good. But yeah, I agree. It probably Roman's best match of this entire reign, I think. And you know, Cody got to give that guy credit. I mean, he is an incredible babyface performer, no doubt about it. An incredible in-ring storyteller. You know, he's not your Kenny Omegas or your Ray Phoenixes or whomever the else that's going to wow you. You know, he's your more old-school type of wrestler. But the motherfucker can get you invested in him and. Yeah, I fucking loved it. And yeah, you mentioned the press conference earlier. I thought that was just very interesting and quite fascinating as well. Yeah, no, I completely agree. You know, and like I had said previously on here that like W like for Cody's win, like that would be WWE going for the big sports moment where like it would be on ESPN. Like you'd go yep. to your ESPN on your, you know, phone and that would be the, the top headline. Mm-hmm. You know, Roman Reigns loses the belt after nine hundred some odd days. Um, but yeah, this was more of a wrestling moment. This was more of a moment meant to do something to, to wrestling fans as opposed to <laughs> transcending the sport. Yes. You know, this was more of a message to them, you know, and then triple H said that, you know, which I thought was, you know, a great comment, you know, the whole narrative with Cody was finished the story. Fin- mm-hmm. I mean, there was a fucking sign up, you know, that was always on TV, finished the story. No, the story always kind of continues. So yep. that was sort of the, the, the main point or the thesis of it. And, and yeah, no, I, I respect the shit out of that. Yeah. And we talked about like, I wonder when that decision was made, you know, because in the press conference, I can't remember what he said, you know, about losing sleep, you know, yeah. about this keeps me up at night. And I'm sure, you know, it's he's been thinking about this nonstop since yeah. he took this job. You know, what yeah. are we when's Roman going to lose the belt? What are we doing in our main event of WrestleMania? But I wonder if it was like. You know, if that decision had been made weeks in advance or if it's like, fuck it, we're going with Roman here, you know, night before, two days before, whatever it may be like that shit is just fascinating to me. But one other point you kind of started to hint at it is, yes, Cody did earn this by winning the Royal Rumble, but he has had very little obstacles since he's joined the WWE other than his pectoral injury. You know, he came over in a massive spot at WrestleMania beat Seth Rollins, you're arguably your most popular superstar, three straight times, gets hurt, wins the Royal Rumble, walks into the main event at WrestleMania, and he fucking loses. I love that, you know? Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be that easy. It shouldn't be a coronation or anything like yeah, that. And, yeah. and, not, and again, not to say that Cody doesn't deserve it, because I truly believe he does deserve it and has earned this spot. Right. But... It was all looking very easy. And this was a very New Japan style of booking. Wrestle Kingdom 12, Tetsuya Naito coming off winning the G1. Most popular wrestler in Japan at that time. Crowds are fucking boiling for him. Goes up against Okada in the main event. Everyone assumes he's going to win. And it was a similar type reaction. That one for me was a little more heartbreaking because I was 1,000% invested in Naito at that time. But 
And then Naito won it two, granted, two years later at Wrestle Kingdom to truly culminate a six-year story for him and Okada. But the payoff was that much sweeter. And I Mm -hmm. fucking bawled in my bed on a Sunday morning watching that match. So, yes, like I said, it sucks for everyone that wanted Cody to win. And I understand the anger and all that. But just relax. The story continues, like Paul said. And I have I have utmost faith in that man, even though our boy Vince is now going to be a part of creative and we'll you know, we'll address the sale here in a bit. But yeah. I have a t- so much faith in Triple H and what mm-hmm. he's doing yeah. that this is all going to work out. I mean, shit, let's go back to Clash at the Castle. I was fucking upset that Drew didn't win it. And I thought at that point Drew was the right call in the right time. And now it, they did it again. So yeah. we shall see, you know. Um yeah, I fucking love it. It's great. Beautiful. Yep. <laughs> and people are fucking mad. <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like so many people, like so many of those dumb, you know, reply bait tweets, they were like, how would you rate WrestleMania out of 10? You know? <laughs> and like a lot of people were like, well, it's a 10 up until the main event, then a zero. Oh, it was that sort of reaction. That, yeah. That hyperbolic shit. You know, there's so yeah. many. There's like, probably 25 votes on cage match for that match of a zero wow. <laughs> like, so review, they're, they're, they're literally review bombing it is what yes, they're doing yeah. exactly exactly i uh, want to give justin a shout out hey, what up playa hope you're doing well hope you enjoyed the show great fucking weekend of wrestling um but yeah it's fascinating and i yeah i can't wait um yeah. anything else on this before we move on no, I think that's pretty much what I think. Let's just go mind. right into the sale then, because I think that's the second biggest topic. And of course, today, you know, the news kind of broke yesterday, shortly before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I think it was CNBC mentioned that Endeavor, the company that owns UFC, is purchasing WWE and will merge the two companies under one umbrella. And that is done today. Vince was on CNBC today looking like a motherfucking pimp and yeah. his pencil mustache and his dyed hair. Yeah. So fucking funny. But yeah, a note here is that Vince, you know, the I can't remember the name of the guy who's the Endeavor CEO, but he wanted Vince to be a part of this. He said he is going to be on the creative team near the top, but he says he's not going to get in the weeds. I still feel that Triple H will be the guy that has the final say. I, yeah. you know, who who really knows? But you know, I think Vince is there for more of the business side of things because the guy has dedicated his whole life to this, and he certainly knows what he's doing to some regard. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, fascinating. I'm glad it's not the Saudis. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see if there's some UFC WWE more crossover type stuff because why not? You know, you are the same company now. I think this is great for the industry as a whole. Um, Again, I'm not someone who's read too much or any into like the business ramifications of all this, but, you know, seems like a pretty nice fit and going to, again, be interesting to see what changes, if anything. I think it's going to be, you know, there's going to be a several month transition process here, but uh, what's kind of just your first reaction to all this? Uh, I mean, as someone who doesn't really follow UFC at all, I can't really talk about how the personnel will mesh. I'm sure. kind of more interested in how this affects the TV because, you know, Raw's been on USA forever. 
And I know uh, they got the deal with SmackDown and Fox, and I guess is NXT on USA as well. That's on yes. the undercarriage. But yep. like UFC stuff has always been on ESPN. And ESPN is certainly bigger than Universal, Viacom, what the fuck ever, you know, yeah. that Peacock is, you know. Yep. So I know there's the WWE network that's with Peacock. I just kind of wonder, you know, like Disney is a bigger fucking company. You yep. know, they own ESPN. So I just kind of wonder, you know, where that tilt sort of happens. Because I wouldn't think that they would be kind of on two different sort of no. television platforms. So I'm thinking, you know, ESPN, you know, like 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 AEW's in bed with Turner and what is it, Viacom Columbia or whatever that Warner, Warner is. Brothers is the Warner big, Brothers. The big yeah, yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, I think ultimately, I mean if it's money and if it's just, you know, a large organization, I would imagine ESPN would win out over Peacock, yeah. you know? So, you know, and I don't interested. know like how long the rights deals are and all that. Yes, they have a deal with Fox for some time. And I imagine like yeah. that SmackDown deal is big for them, you know, oh, just having, sure. just to getting be on their, the main Fox network. Yeah. To yeah. be on network TV on Friday night. Yep. Um, yeah. So, but I do think like the days on the undercarriage may be numbered. You know, the yeah. days of Raw, Monday Night Raw, you know, and I imagine if Monday Night Raw was on ESPN, I, I don't probably I don't, be like ESPN two, two or two, something, or, but two yeah. or, or, or like kind of a different offshoot channel, yeah. you know, ESPN fight or whatever, or, yeah. you know, if they decide to do something else, it'd be um, huge. Yeah, it would be huge. And I think like that would be uh, that would just be a lot more viewers because the undercarriage is just like bad movies and bad TV shows and just a bunch of horse shit. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, ESPN would, I think, just get a lot more like passing casual viewers, you know, yeah, uh, j- just by virtue of just it being a channel that more people frequent, you know, there'd be ads on in it, Monday All Night the Football, games. Yeah. Games. yeah, you know, there'd Which be AEW has that advantage well, for like, you well, know, the NBA on Turner and all yeah. that, sh- like and, March and, Madness, they were hyping up AEW's yeah. whole and, tournament. And, and people, yeah, that's what they do. They mention it. Like, if you ever listen to ESPN and like, like announcers at a football game or a college basketball game will mention like Star Wars. Yep. A lot. Like we'll make, we'll compare like some guy, will be, oh, he's a real Darth Vader or something like that. You know, like there's like, you know, that's like what you do on this show. Yeah. There's that, <laughs> there's that big, huge, you know, tent of it, you know, that like I think, you know, th- like with the Disney IPs and ESPN. So like I think. Uh, like like I said, I'm no expert in television deals or how long their contracts are, but I'm interested how that affects it. And for sure, I would I would wager to say that it would. And will there? You know, I've seen people scuttlebutting about will there be like a joint WWE and UFC network, which would be awesome. You know, yeah. like I'm someone who I've followed UFC pretty diligently yeah. from like 2010 to 15. Admittedly, I don't really much at all anymore. Yeah. A little bit more now, just because I see stuff from Dan Bakley at Cage My IQ Circle of Debate. You know, those guys are always talking about it and posting, so I see more of it. But I haven't really watched a ton. But right. I don't know. I may watch a little more now, just for no real reason, I guess, other than like who knows what on that end could maybe change. Yeah. I don't know. But um, a network with the two together i think would be great for just fans of both all around and yeah. especially if they have like old ufc fights on it and shit like cause yeah. that would interest me you yeah. know go back and watch some of the fights when i was following or great fights of the past but 
yeah, again, I, you know, I don't think we need to talk too, too much more about this. It'll be a fascinating, the TV thing. And then like just yeah. the on-screen product of WWE, like, do you even really notice a change? What does Vince truly start getting his fingers into? I don't know. It's going to be interesting though. And, uh, you know, good. Uh, obviously they timed it with WrestleMania with good reason, which Azar brought up the point that also happened when Vince bought WCW, it happened like the week before WrestleMania 17. Um, but yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It'll <laughs> guess... be, it, yeah, that, that'll, that'll be fascinating to see yeah. how that plays out. Well, let's uh, run through uh, both nights of WrestleMania here. Obviously we talked about the main event already, but we'll go through it and then we'll, I want to just mention, I know you didn't watch anything else, but just kind of talk through or at least mention some stuff from Ring of Honor and other shows this weekend I watched. And then we'll just talk quickly about Dynamite last week because it was pretty good and I was there. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, WrestleMania, I guess they're calling it WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday as opposed to night one and two, but I just call it night one and two. But yeah. A combined, uh, what, 160-plus thousand announced. Um, Uh Crowds were great, especially night one. I mean, night one, definitely a better show overall. Yeah. And for us, we had more of a party atmosphere. I think there were, what, like seven of us watching night one, you know, certainly uh, having a few more drinks that night than last night, just me, you, and Addy. But uh, great weekend, great times. with the fellas watching yes. wrestling. Yes. But uh I don't know why this doesn't hit okay, card with guide. One second. Why does it not have the fucking times? One hold on. I'm pulling up the matches here, but um night one started with uh Austin Theory defeating Gian Cena. And it was like 12 minutes and change again. I'm trying to pull this motherfucking piece of shit up here. Yeah. 11.20. Um, you know, match was okay. I'd say for night one, definitely yeah. one one of the two weakest matches. But the, the, the crowd set the tone here. They were hot for John Cena. And I think that kind of kept them, you know, the, the, the crowd was great all night, like I said. So... I am glad that Theory did retain. I didn't really want to see Cena win it and then maybe drop it right back. I think Theory deserved that spot. Um, but, you know, Cena, this was no epic match. It was 11 minutes. Um, no, yeah, it was pretty, you know, for, for his team, you know, pretty phoned in is, I guess, maybe the wrong word for yeah, it. But it was just kind of, you know, like paint by numbers, just like yeah. didn't really, you know, I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, you know. It was a bit disappointing, and, 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 but it, but it wasn't a bad match by any means. And, and I don't think, um, you know, like, it really put Austin Theory as over as it wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think, like, it kind of held serve a little bit with that versus, like, really being a crowning moment for him. So that agree. was a bit of a missed opportunity. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool to see Cena, of course, his uh, bald spot, definitely a big topic of conversation. But yeah, um, yeah it was what it was. Theory got yeah. the dub, which was good. But yeah, nothing too much to write home about. Yeah. Second match, uh, the Fatal 4-Way WrestleMania Showcase Tag. Street Profits defeated Alpha Academy, Braun Strowman and Ricochet and the Viking Raiders in 828. 
very fun match. I yeah, mean, this was yeah, this was fun. We're only getting eight minutes as well. Um, yeah, I very action packed, exciting, a great minutes, showcase yeah. for all, and that massive, wacky, big uh, superplex spot in the corner uh-huh. uh, definitely got us going. Especially our buddy Dan, who uh, yeah. was jerking off to that. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I thought this was a ton of fun here, and uh, Street Profits I thought was the right pick here as well. Yeah. But, yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, no, I kind of thought this was, you know, like a good, like much needed injection, like in ring of like, you know, the crowd gave the Cena theory match energy. But this, I think, was really kind of what what kicked things off in terms of like night one's very nice spry flow. Yes. Um, yeah. The Street Profits are, are what's up. Braun Strowman's an idiot. Uh, you know, uh, Ricochet's Rick is- cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, like it was a pretty fun, you know, a, a, a balance of things. Um, a little crowded at times, but but yeah, you know, I was I was watching I was, Otis waddle down that ramp was pretty funny. Ham tits, <laughs> ham tits, ham Otis, tits, yeah, tits, fucking so. waddling his ass down there. But yeah. no, very very fun, like you said, exciting, action packed match. That yeah, really was kind of like just following that tone set by the first match. But yeah, this one was much more energetic, much better match overall. Yes. Everyone really got to show their strengths in this match. Um, you know, Montez and Ricochet doing some crazy high flying shit. Um, uh-huh. yeah, tons of Viking Raiders looked really cool coming out. Um, I cut they were they would have been my second pick to win because you know they're a solid team, and admittedly, I don't watch as much SmackDown, so I haven't really seen too much of them. And no. interesting that this wasn't for a tag team title shot, even no. though I mean, that was kind of separate from all this and like i said earlier i'm guessing the usos will get a rematch you know in the very near future but uh street profits right team here and don't break them up i know that's been a lot of scuttlebutt because you know montez ford's performance in the elimination chamber and the guy is going to be a single star but just Mm -hmm. because of that you don't need to break them up they can both be singles guys so yeah they're hot the fans love them no need to turn dawkins heel so yeah that's my thought on that yeah, and match number three. Whoa, whoa, get that conductor out there. Which we first off we mentioned, like, why not bring in an the whole orchestra? orchestra instead of just doing the crowd, or yeah. or like just some singers, like yeah. actual just singers that rather than it was just piped in noise coming from the speaker and the crowd was following it. But, yeah, yeah. A cool gesture that and, and people don't know how to follow the conductor, yeah. you know, like, 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 <laughs> like you know, like it, it's, you know, something that people just do. Yeah. And yeah, you know, like there's apparently like a pretty like big form to it and stuff. Oh, so, yeah, I, w- I would like to have seen like, yeah, some, you know, sort of music that the crowd could go with instead of like relying on the crowd. Yeah. to uh to do that but seth rollins defeated logan paul with ksi in the prime bottle in 16 minutes 16 seconds high five tom. Hi, tom holy shit how does youtube allow so much sexiness on my screen oh my god don't make me blush um thank you tom um yeah this was uh this was great this was really cool i thought logan you know Looked as good as he ever has here. I thought the prime bottle was hilarious. Yep. Admittedly, I did not know who KSI was. Yeah, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> but either. I guess no, he's really... like the co he co-owns Prime with him. Yeah, yeah. Like another like internet boxer guy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was a nice aesthetic. 
uh, Seth's outfit, like the all pink with that yep. draping robe and mm. that whatever top he had on before as well. Yep. Looked like an old Jeff Jarrett top. But um, yeah, great match here. Just very energetic, good pace. You know, Logan jumping around, showing off his skills again per usual. And of course, the moment outside where he's setting up on the table and Rollins is on there and he pulls KSI down and he frog splashes as a boy through the yeah. table. Yeah, that was a fun moment. Very, very fun moment. But um, yeah, and he did um, Seth or Logan kicked out of the pedigree and Seth kicked out of the big frog splash and the, the knockout punch, you know, yeah. he's got screws in his hands. Yeah. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. But I'd say this match accomplished exactly what it needed to very entertaining your thoughts yeah no i thought that you know as with like the last few logan paul matches they've all been again very entertaining like from a wrestling standpoint i mean these two seem to be matched up pretty well against each other like you know if you would have said that like over a year ago you'd think whoever said that was crazy yeah and yeah you know like these guys you know seem to produce some really Really good, fun matches. I mean, I think ultimately I want to see Seth Rollins do bigger and better things than going yes. up against the meme guy. But uh, yeah, you know that's uh, that's you know like I said, pretty solid, like a, sort of a good um, you know pace holder. Of yeah. All this. Yeah. And now I think that is the big question, and I mean we're going to be saying this a lot. Where do you go from here with Seth? You know, yeah. he is clearly one of your top stars. As of now, Roman still has both belts. You know, they could find a way. You know, that's been a huge topic. How are they eventually going to split these belts? Because it's technically only the universal title that he's had for 900 plus days. But uh, Seth should be challenging for a world championship. No more U.S. title. You know, so how does he fit in? Where does he go? I I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, does he challenge Roman again? Mm -hmm. I can't imagine he would before Cody. And then you also have the fact that Cody beat this motherfucker three times. Yeah. You know, so he doesn't really have much of a qualm with Cody either. There's a pecking order there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, this is a guy that should be booked at the top. I mean, I'm assuming there might be some shuffling going on with the rosters. So maybe you move him to SmackDown or something, but... I'm with you. I want to see bigger and better things for Seth because, you know, he'd been toiling, not toiling, but, you know, doing the U.S. title thing with like Theory and Big Bob for a few months and now the Logan Paul thing for a few months. And Mm got to imagine that's it. That's that. So, yeah, going to be uh, very intriguing to see uh, where he because he's not really associated at all with any of this bloodline story either. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Going to be interesting. It will be. Okay, next match was Becky Lynch, Lita, Trish Stratus defeating Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky in 14 and a half minutes. I'll admit I was pretty disappointed by this match. Other than Trish. <laughs> holy shit, Trish looked like a trillion bucks. Wow. Yeah, um, put Charlotte Flair to shame in that regard. <laughs> you know, like, man, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, this was just kind of, you know, once again, like the Cena theory one, like one of the just the average matches on the card. You know, it was just kind of it did what it, it needed had to its do. moments. Yeah, but... it did. It did. But yeah, I mean, it was just kind of a vehicle, I think, to get Trish back. And I think, you know, a lot of it was sort of just set around that. And yeah, 
Yeah. Well, so I, you know, I wanted to see the damage control team win because they're all current superstars. They're all really good and they haven't won a lot of matches. Um, you know, Bailey has been on the losing end a lot. You know, this team, when they've had trios matches, they continue to lose. I mean, fucking Becky and Lita, which Lita, I love Lita, but she is, she can't hang anymore. This is now two matches where she has looked bad. You yeah. know, she, it just is what it is. It is. Um, yeah. So I don't really want or need to see Lita anymore. I don't know. I figured damage control would win. They could get their tag titles back. Now I'm almost thinking maybe you got to break them up because they keep fucking losing. And yeah. uh, I don't like it. But uh, yeah, match was fine otherwise. Here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, you know, fairly, you know, when it comes to, you know, the rest of night one, fairly unremarkable. And just back to Seth real quick. Tom says Seth is the top 10 best wrestler of our generation. Literally the entire package. Can't disagree. Plus, his school is very important here in the Midwest, and very prominent here in the Midwest, and he's giving back to the scene that made him, which you got to love to hear. Yeah, uh, yeah great points there, Tommy. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, and obviously, you know, there was the rumor of maybe Trish turning, which, you know, I that would have been fine as long as Damage Control won, but that didn't happen, so... Mm-hmm. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was fine. Okay, next we have father versus son. The shut up match here. with <laughs> saw Ray Mistadio defeat Dominic Mistadio. 14 and a half minutes. Very, very fun stuff here overall. Starting with Dominic's entrance, which I thought was great. Uh, picking him up from the correctional facility. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, the, yeah the, the van that just said correction. Have, yep, having the guards with him. I thought that was all great. The video package telling the story I thought was really great. Yeah, Ray coming out in the low rider with Snoop Dogg as an homage to Eddie Guerrero. Great. And the match itself, you know, it was definitely very storyline driven, but, and I picked Dominic to win. But I think this was the, right, you know, the, yeah. the feel-good moment here, I think, was the right call. Especially on his Hall of Fame day. You know, I guess that makes sense. I just kind of looked at it the other way of Dominic, like, ruining his Hall of Fame induction. But I think this was the right move. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see them wrestle again and Dominic get the win. Um, but we had uh, Finn and Priest come out. And then, Legato, or excuse me, now LWO, the Lucha, or the is it is it lucha world order i can't even remember latino world order which started in like 98 wcw they're bringing that back which was it's the legato del fantasmo guys santos escobar and i think they've changed names but anyway you know there's some cluster fucky shit going around with all that we had dominic throw the drink in his sister's face yeah um but yeah, just a very, very fun, enjoyable, entertaining 15-minute match here that, again, nice feel-good moment. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think this was, you know, pretty entertaining. You know, this one had kind of Ellie's story, like what I followed recently, I guess the most, you know, intrigue for me. Shut was, up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... You know, I thought it was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I thought this was like plenty, plenty exciting enough and not the best match of the night at all, but no, but yeah, but very. Oh, match. and we had Bad Bunny getting and Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah, well. yeah. Uh, he what he took Dominic had that steel chain mm-hmm. and he just like took it from him basically, which yeah. led to Ray hitting the drop kick, the 619 and the yeah. top rope splash for the victory, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. 
just good stuff here, I thought. Yeah, I agree. And he got to celebrate with his uh, daughter and wife. And they also hyped up that Backlash is going to be in Puerto Rico on May 6th and hosted by Bet Bundy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that should be fun. Yeah, that will be this fun. This last show, I guess it's been a while since they, they sit in the press conference, didn't they? Yeah, it's been a while, especially like a big pay-per-view event. So, uh-huh. okay. And the final two, well, I guess there was Pat McAfee and The Miz, which we'll talk about in between these two. But the true final two matches of the night were definitely the best two matches of the night and both very, very, very good matches here. Mm-hmm. To start, we have my mommy, Rhea Ripley, winning the SmackDown's Women Championship. SmackDown Women's Championship from the Hoth, Charlotte Flair, in 23 minutes, 34 seconds. Wow. Um, this exceeded. I mean, I thought this was going to be a pretty good match, but I did not think this. Yeah, was it, no, be it, no, a no, great match. It, and this it, was it, a great match. Yeah, it definitely exceeded it. It definitely, you know, like was just sort of another a level above what I thought it was going to be. You know, and oh, I know people are pretty time. down on Charlotte, and we're kind of there was a lot of criticism about plastic surgery and stuff like that. <laughs> but I thought she turned into good. She effort, can wrestle, man. yeah, she can wrestle. absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were. uh Poking a little fun at her. Uh, well, I felt I felt like a little the the, the entire internet was. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. her face looked bad. Let's just be honest. But she could fucking wrestle, and she's always been able to wrestle when she wants to truly dial it in. She's a yeah. big match wrestler. We know Rhea's fucking great. Um, you know, they had the match at WrestleMania 36, which was the COVID WrestleMania in front of no fans, and it was one of the best matches of that night. Um, and this obviously far exceeded that. Very hard hitting, a lot of big moves. Uh, you know, Rhea did that the flip over German where Charlotte fucking face planted hard. Yeah, uh, probably did her a favor. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, again, like I feel like I want to rewatch this match because again, we we're little little buzzed at this point in the night. But like, I feel like you know, past like the 10, 12 minute mark, like that second half of the match was just nuts. And it's mm-hmm. then like, you know, the first few were all kind of ripping on Charlotte. And then like, I remember at one point I'm like, guys, this is like a really fucking good match. And then like, you know, get to the final five minutes, like, holy shit. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just great, great stuff here. I can't re- you know, off the top of my head, I can't really remember any like specific spots, but there was some. There was a spear. There was Charlotte in the figure four. I remember. Um, fans were very much into this, but uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say this is one of the best WWE women's matches ever. Period. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, kudos to both of them. And again, I could not be happier for Rhea Ripley. She's so fucking good. She deserves it. Your thoughts? Yeah. No, I think she deserves it too. No, I think she's great, and I'm kind of glad that she finally was able to get this moment, you know, because I think like a lot of the other people who've had it have just been like, I mean, WWE's women's division still by and large better than AEW's, but like, there's still like, I don't know, like, like Bianca Belair is a great talent at the top of it. But I mean, it's, you know, like, like the big, big people, like whenever you talk about the top of the top of the top, you know, there's not as many there, but Rhea Ripley is one of those. And I'm glad she finally got her coronating moment. Yes. Absolutely. Well, interesting because she's been on Raw. Yeah. She wins the SmackDown title. Will they break up Judgment Day? You know, because yeah. they're a Raw group. 
be interesting. I mean, maybe I don't know. I doubt she'll be going on both shows, but yeah. I mean, maybe so. But that'll be something to look out for is, you know, does the Judgment Day stay intact? I mean, Finn got wait. Yeah, Finn got his win. Um, and obviously Rhea got hers, but Dominic did not. So we shall see. Okay. And yeah, quickly, we'll talk about the. Ms. Pat McAfee, you know, when he Ms. came out with Snoop, it's like something's going to happen here. Um, I thought it would maybe be L.A. Knight because that's a name that, you know, wasn't on the show that a lot of people had been clamoring for. Yeah. But it was Pat McAfee, which was cool. I mean, mm-hmm. we knew this was just basically just like a moment for the audience to catch their breath before the main event. Yeah, and, uh, it was he beat, fun. He beat the Miz in three and a half minutes. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cole doing his jumping up and down as he was coming out yeah that's a big laugh but uh loves his buddy he really does um but let's just go into the main event of the evening and for me the best match of either night mm-hmm. and that would be kevin owens and Sami Zayn coming together and defeating the usos in 24 minutes 17 seconds to win the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships. I know they'd had the belts for over 500 days. I'm not exactly sure the number, but this was, I thought, perfect. Um, I thought the crowd was just dialed in from the moment go. I thought the action was amazing. Um, yeah, again, we this is another one. Definitely going to have to rewatch this one, but I loved the ending. You know, with Sammy getting the win, the three Haluva kicks over Jey Uso. Like, I thought that to me was what should have happened. You know, those are the two focal points of this whole thing. Obviously, Jimmy's been in it a lot, too. But, like, the the Jey Uso, Sammy Zayn is, like, the true heart of this story. And I thought that was just a fucking perfect way to end it. So great to see Kevin and Sammy together on the same page, wrestling at a high level, because that has not happened in quite a long time. Um, and, yeah, what a fucking moment. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, just incredible stuff. I went five stars on this because, again, just in the moment, it was perfection. It was everything I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And the action itself was just so fucking good. But, yeah, what would you think? Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, like – when, uh, what was the last pay-per-view where you, um, we watched, like, when Sami Zayn, I guess, um, went back with KO or turned on the bloodline or told Roman to stop and Roman gave him the chair? That was Royal Rumble. That was Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. It's Royal yeah. Rumble. Okay. So, yeah, I'd, I'd followed that, and that was, you know, uh, pretty exciting and pretty good. And I think, yeah, this seemed to be a good sort of culminating moment of um, of this story. You know, I yeah. mean, it was an excellent match. Um you know, that had a really like satisfying ending. And I kind of no think doubt. now in comparison with the Roman Cody result, you know, mm-hmm. they kind of gave you this. This was, yes, this yeah. was the, the pinnacle baby face crowning moment. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, I feel like this is a little bit more like, I feel like the Cody one was more of like a traditional track, but like this kind of had, had, had a lot more of the story behind it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, no, I think it was a an excellent moment. And I think, you know, just again, just a great way to cap off 9-1. And I agree with you. It was my favorite match of the weekend. Yeah. And and Sammy was in the, the one in there taking a beating for the majority of the match, which, again, made perfect sense. Number of hot tags. Um, just great, great shit. Yeah. Again, I, I'll need to rewatch it to, you know, truly recall everything. But again, in the moment that was just a special special match and 
yeah, great shit. And yeah, leave the fans uh, going home happy on this one. And uh, unfortunately, not night two. But yeah, now that it's all said and done, like, frankly, I couldn't be happier about all this. Like, again, slightly bummed that Cody didn't win it. But like I said earlier, the shock value to me is better and yeah. more interesting to me. And I, I truly. Cody's going to win the WWE title at some point, obviously. Like, I'm sure that was, like, the biggest sticking point in him signing is that's why I'm here. You're going to give it to me. But mm-hmm. it didn't have to be right now. So, but Kevin and Sammy, they got the job done. Like I said, I assume we're going to get a six-man tag probably yeah. at Backlash, which right. would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, great, great stuff. And, yeah, we I mentioned earlier night one being just the flow, the pacing of night one. There weren't. Night two, it felt like they were killing a lot of time, especially yeah, it down did. the stretch. Yeah, yeah. But this one, it was action packed. I mean, the two, you know, the opener with Cena and Theory, and then the women's six six woman <laughs> were the two weakest matches. But they were both right around the three star level, and they were both entertaining enough. Like neither of them were bad matches. So, and you had two. I mean, I had four, seven, five, and five on those last two, plus the Seth and then the tag yeah. team. It's a great fucking match, or a great fucking show. And even yeah. Dave Meltzer tweeted, like, that was one of the best nights of WrestleMania I've ever seen. And can't disagree. It, yeah. was, uh, it was awesome. Probably my favorite uh, night that I've seen, you know, yeah. out of all the ones I've watched. Yeah, and especially of since they've gone the two-night route for these last four, this is yeah. this is the best night of all of them. But yeah. Let's roll into night two here. Let me switch. Which, again, we're not going to cover the main event again because we've already been through that. Okay, here we go. Night two <laughs> opened with the Beaumont Rand Invitational. Oh, yeah. Lesnar defeating Omas in four minutes, 55 seconds. That was literally the best match of all time. You know, uh, it had a great result. Uh, I kicked the entire time I was invested in every millisecond. And, you know, it wasn't as stupid as it could have been. Like, in all no, it years, really was. Yeah. It really wasn't. It really it, wasn't. It, it, really it was wasn't. fine. Yeah. I mean, they gave Brock Lesnar the big, I think it was all about look at Brock Lesnar hit, lift the big guy up. Oh, that was what they've been building towards for a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it was just like, yeah, like like relatively inconsequential, and I just Kept don't know it under who, five minutes. Yeah, you know. and and like, I just don't know who really like likes to see this shit. It just it just you know, like compared to all the other stuff, it just seems kind of like big and dumb. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I picked Omas to win because just like, what are we doing here if he doesn't? And again, you know? all of that just kind of felt pointless to me when it was done. Yeah, it was short. Yeah, it was a cool moment seeing Brock F5 him, but is anyone really going to remember this shit in two or no. three months? No. Um, and, you know, there's all this talk of maybe Brock Lesnar's about done with WWE, so that also kind of made me think maybe he'll put over Omas. I mean, clearly he's not done yet. Like, he's not going to go out on this match, but, yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, we yeah. don't need to talk anymore about it. Nope. <laughs> and that, so, again... Both openers, not the greatest on either show, but in it, both shows followed up with the tag team extravaganza, what have you. And this one of the women's was Ronda and Shayna defeat Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. 
Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Rodriguez, Natalia, and Shotzi, 8.23. So, again, eight minutes and change. Match was okay. It wasn't nearly as good as the men's match. I felt like Ronda Rousey didn't do a fucking thing until the very end, and she tapped out. I don't even remember who it was in, like, one second. Um yeah, the you know Raquel and Liv had some cool moments. Um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, kind of just so... opening with a couple of duds here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the next match, the next two matches are very, very good. But yeah. just yeah, I yeah, think I they could have. Was... I think they this... Yeah, put this one's forgettable. Together better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is forgettable because they wanted to get kind of, you know, at least like in terms of hype, just kind of this stuff out of the way. And like this really sort of set the tone for like a really like strangely flowing mm-hmm. night. Like it just mm-hmm. like I never really like got to a point where it was just sort of like one thing leading into the next in a very excitingly and you know pace way where you you know yes. had a lot of exciting stuff and then you had a catch a breath moment. It was just kind of you know like it felt like they knew that the main event was going to be a big fucking deal yep. and that like you were going to be anticipating that no matter what they did. Yep. So, so yeah, you know, I, I do feel like they, you know, this night could have been, you know, so many like long ad breaks. And Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they did like right before the main event, they did the hall of fame thing where they trod everyone out, but yeah, put that earlier in the show. Like it, it felt like there was like a half hour in between the second to last match and the last match starting just with all the bullshit that was happening, but we'll save that. These next two matches were great, and this next one was very, very great, and that was Gunther defeating Drew McIntyre and Sheamus in 16 minutes, 36 seconds. You know, I wanted Sheamus to win. Didn't bother me. This match was fucking awesome. Um, You know, this is exactly what we expected. Hamburger chests bludgeoning each other. Um, that sell that Drew had when he took the – really ended up being like 20 beats of the Bowery, and he just fucking collapsed. Uh, you know, so many big fucking chops, yeah, duplexes. What about how I mentioned it from the top? Drew stood out as the biggest fucking dude in this, yeah. Well, 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 I think Gunther lost so much weight, you know. (laughs) I think, I I think that's sort of the big contrast there, yeah. But this was excellent, um, (laughs) amazing stuff, yeah. Gunther would kind of like took a nap for a little bit towards the end because it was really Seamus and Drew heavy and then he kind of came in out of nowhere and swooped in and And that was that was that was my only like criticism significant criticism of this match was that he was just kind of like gone a little too long yeah Yeah, gone a little too long and just like you didn't see him at all like you know like like the camera wasn't on him and it was just a little obvious yes you know that 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 they were going to try to hide him until the end I, um, I agree yeah. with that. That is like the one thing I didn't love, maybe prevented it. I went four and three quarters on this one as well. Um, you know, I've seen plenty of people giving it five stars. I can't blame them. The action was unbelievable. You know, the, it didn't take a breath. But, yeah, you're right. Like, I get what they're doing, having Gunther kind of off screen for a bit and sliding in and picking up the win totally. But I would have liked to see him a little more involved down the stretch for those final minutes. But. Very small nitpick. I mean, this match was amazing. And, you know, pretty similar to the Sheamus-Gunther match, you know, from Clash at the Castle. All three guys here looked fucking awesome. Drew looked fucking great. Um, You know, I just wanted Sheamus to get that win just because of the story they were telling last year. But, hey, story goes on. 
And, um, you know, they're clearly doing with Gunther what they're doing with Roman, Bianca, you know, not to the thousand day degree, I'm sure, but they're making Triple H has fucking put a flag in the ground on who his bastions are, who his stars are. And I'm totally okay with that. So, yeah, 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 this was awesome. Good. This is great. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. You got anything else to add here? Not in particular. Um. Yeah, yeah, nothing off the top of my head currently. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, and then... Okay, so before we get to this next match... Well, I'll announce it, but Bianca Belair defeats Asuka 15-58 to retain the Raw Women's Championship. But Bianca's entrance with the little girls dancing was so fucking cool. awesome. And, and then, then to realize in the press conference after the match that... The little girl, he called her the contortionist, which I'm guessing the one that kind of did the flip over the bot. The, right, all yeah. that stuff. Her mother had passed away that like night. That morning. Of, that morning. Oh, that okay. morning, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Just crazy, crazy yeah. for her crazy. to still go out there in front of 80 fucking thousand people and kill it and you know, be with your friends. And I'm about to tear up. Like, just what a... I don't know that. And then Triple H saying like, that's why we do this. That's what it's all about. Like I, that's just so cool. And, you know, I can't remember her name, but you know, all prayers and good vibes and thoughts to you and your family. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, even before we knew that, like, it's like, this is so cool. Like all these girls are one crushing it out there Two in front, you know, 80,000 people, biggest moment of their lives. I'm sure. Um, you know, they all had the Bianca hair ponytail whip. Um, but yeah, great, great stuff. That's a fucking WrestleMania entrance for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did pick Bianca to win here. I wanted Asuka to win. Surprising, Asuka's 0-5 at WrestleMania now. I Yikes. did not realize yeah. that was the case. But Like in singles or, you know, because has she always done singles or has she done tag teams? She's so. had a lot of big matches at WrestleMania's. Um so like Charlotte ended her like big long undefeated streak. So she's yeah. had a few title matches, but yeah, zero and five. So, well, but again, I thought the action here was great. Um, you know, she, they had the spot where she missed missed the mist, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, Bianca definitely uh, showed off her strength quite a bit. Um, you know, Oscar had, had the big code breaker. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was really, really fun. Good shit. Hell, just props to the two women's singles matches because uh, I yeah, yeah, both, but yeah, but yeah, both of them were top notch. Yeah. yeah, I mean, night one, great. you know, the Charlotte was definitely better than this. I had this one at four and a quarter, but yeah. again, great, great shit here. Yeah. Bianca officially hits a year on her reign, so we'll see. Uh, oh, wow, how yeah. that? Yeah, because she won it off Becky at WrestleMania mm-hmm. last year. So yeah. And uh, yeah, we shall see. Yeah, it was, it was really cool stuff. Yeah, it was good. And then <laughs> we had Snoop and The Miz come out again. And that's when I'm like, oh, this has got to be LA Knight. And here comes the money. It's Shane O'Mac. <laughs> it's good to see Shane. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's coming down and uh, they start, they ring the bell and Shane does a leapfrog over the mid. Which was and- super impressive when he did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In fact, uh, Michael Cole, I think, is like, Shane, he still got it. And then immediately after, he fucking crumbled. Felt he just crumbled, yeah. Like, the, the perfect timing of 
comment, Michael Cole saying, he's still got it. And then within a split second, he goes, and then he tries to get back up. And obviously just fucking ripped his quad off. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were laughing. I feel bad for him, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. But yeah, you know, there's there a lot of energy. It came out oh, and was like scuttling sure. around. Again, yeah, he, yeah, I can't imagine going out and doing anything in front of eighty thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but for it to end that abruptly it was just like, oh my god. And I, I mean, what is funny is that I mentioned it last night. Vince at the 2005 Royal Rumble, it was Batista and Cena both got eliminated at the same time. So he's coming down for the ruling, and he's all pissed off, and he throws his jacket. And he fucking banged his quad up against the ring as he got in, and he tried to stand up, and same thing, just fucking crumbled to the ground. Yeah. Just thought it was kind of funny that it was the exact same yeah, injury. Same injury. But yeah, tough break for Shane. But all credit to Snoop Dogg there, really just picking it up right away. He, you know, he's like, gets over, you okay, man? And like clearly mm-hmm. realized he wasn't. And then he's just like, all right, fucking, I'll take you out. Um, and he gives the Miz the slowest but wonderful people's elbow mm-hmm. and ends up getting the W. And credit to the Miz for exactly. you know, yeah, yeah, 100%. Be, you know, doing his thing, mm-hmm. looking like a you know, piece of shit out there, yeah, taking L's. But the Miz is the man, and yeah, all, yeah, all and, credit to him for you know being willing to do that, and yeah, and, 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 just, and, and, making, and making that work, you know, exactly. that's good shit. That's really good shit. And again, those are moments for the live crowd to like go take a piss, get a beer, you yeah, know, yeah. just take a breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a you lot know. of shit going on here, right? Um, so we get to the final two matches of the night. Well, I guess, again, we already talked about the main event. So this will be the last match that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Hell in a cell. Yes. The normal hell in a cell, not the big cell in a hell. Heck uh, on a deck, as Dylan called it. Heck back in the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, I misspoke earlier. I said Finn got the win. Edge <laughs> defeats Finn. No. I knew that, obviously. I wanted yeah. Finn to win. I think he should have won. But Edge gets the win in 18 minutes, 8 seconds. Uh, unfortunately, you know, this match was like kind of a weird flow because Finn getting busted open, gushing. And I, did you see the picture after with his skull like split? I did not, no. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I guess it was worse than, you know, because oh, I thought yeah. it was just, yeah, oh, oh, wow. It's like the top of his head. So clearly the lat, I mean, the ladder just hit him in a bad spot. And the, yeah, you know, no, no. And it was a hard hit, like whenever he Oh, for that. sure. And yeah. again, kudos and credit to the ref and him and, and Ed. the doctors and everyone. And everyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that's yeah. what you got to do in that moment. But fortunately, they was able to continue. Um, but it did, again, kind of kill the flow of the match a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I frankly don't even remember how it ended. And admittedly, I said that Finn won earlier, but mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, he hit him with the concerto. Mm-hmm. Um, but Finn looked fucking great. The demon, the yeah. face paint, the chest paint, everything. All, yeah, yeah, the whole, all the and bells a, and whistles. I'm a big edge guy, but he did not need to win this match. And no, I don't think he needed to do that, too. The demon is always you know, a big mystical thing that rarely loses. He did lose to Roman Reigns, which was also very dumb because he was flopping around like a fucking fish. Yeah. Can't believe, still can't believe they made him do that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this one as well, kind of a bummer to me. Uh, yeah. Match yeah, was okay. Was, yeah. Um, you know, wasn't great. 
you know, wasn't really fitting the bill of what a hell in the cell match at WrestleMania should be in a semi-main event, but it was fine. But Mm -hmm. maybe Judgment Day is going to go away now that I think about it. Um, It's possible. I don't know. This, again, what does Edge gain from this? I don't know. Not a whole lot. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I feel like this um, feud's just sort of just been, for me, just kind of meh. You know, and think Judgment Day, at least for me, is, you know, a little bit cooler than, you know, what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. I just, Finn Balor is just a guy that is way better than he gets booked, plain and simple. Yeah, no, no, I I completely agree. And I think, like, you know, like, I would like for this whole kind of feud to end just because, I don't know, it's not really going anywhere for me. And if after Edge and Beth Phoenix had beaten Finn and Rhea in the mixed tag at what elimination chamber or whenever that was that's some okay finn's gonna win at wrestlemania as he yeah. should so this is just like damage control yeah. why the fuck do these guys keep losing over and over and over i mean at least Rhea won thank god yeah um but yeah a little bummed by this one and yeah no yeah point, I, thought, tim, I thought this was go ahead tim king what's up fellas brett your hog is stronger than shane's quads yeah you better fucking believe it sorry go ahead no, yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot what it was gonna be. Damn it, um, <laughs> Tim. Yeah, yeah. How dare you, Tim? Um. Yeah. Well, that's WrestleMania for you. No. Yep. Um. <laughs> should have been the challenge. Oh, Tim oh, oh, should have won this match and been the first to challenge Cody for the title. Um. Because yeah, where the hell do you go with Finn here? You know. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. It, it just seems like a you know. A lot of nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is WrestleMania shit. I overall still a great, great. Yeah, yeah. Great overall, overall still. Yeah, overall still. You know, like like night two had enough high points to you know like hold hold like to hold it together to to make it you know intriguing and entertaining and cool for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. despite the weird pacing and flow of the show, I mean. I still had two matches at four and three quarters and one at four and a quarter. And, uh, yeah. and on night one, but one at four and three quarters, one mm-hmm. at five, another at quarter. So, like, in work, excellent. A lot of story stuff. You know, the main event, as we mentioned, pissed, yeah. probably pissed a lot more people off than it didn't. But it oh, was yeah, yeah. fucking shocking and wonderful, in my opinion. And they got us talking. We're going to keep talking. We're going to keep watching. Uh, We kind of talked right before we hit the record button that we may uh, shift our focus a little bit more towards WWE for this next month or so. You know, since we've got almost two months till double or nothing. I mean, I'll obviously still be watching Dynamite every week as usual, but you're going to kind of be watching a little more Raw, maybe? Yeah, yeah. like like, like I was saying earlier, I'm a little bit more... um, interested in like the immediate sense of what happens with this story than just kind of with what's going on a not to shit on what's going on in AEW or to no say it's i think the, but yeah you know, it's, got there's a little bit more gravity going on here. yeah yeah um obviously we'll be watching uh some of the national championship game tonight but i'll be tuning into raw at some point probably finishing it tomorrow but raw tonight is going to be you know, I know you've I've told you that over the years, like the Raw after WrestleMania used to be a very important, fun, crazy big night. You know, the last few years, not as much so. But 
I could see tonight being quite interesting. You know, there's they used to always have like some surprise returns, you know, maybe a Randy Orton coming back at some yeah. point. I don't know. But yeah, what's Cody gonna do? Where the fuck is Seth going, like we talked about earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, is Rhea Ripley gonna continue on Raw? Is the judgment day gonna still be together? A lot of questions, and yeah, it's going to be fun, and uh, we'll be talking about it. Sounds good. Before we kind of move into, I just want to briefly talk about Dynamite last week since I was in attendance, had a great time, and I know you didn't really watch any of the other shows this weekend, but I did just want to mention Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor was unbelievable. I really, truly think it might be my favorite show of the year. Uh, Revolution and WrestleMania Night One also in there. Um, and also uh, Wrestle Kingdom was really good as well. But just from top to bottom, mm-hmm. Supercard, I had four matches at four and a half stars and one at four and three quarters. Uh, I don't think I'm necessarily overrating. I've done Shibata beating Wheeler Yuta. I'll admit I overrated because I'm a fucking Shibata mark, but I did not uh-huh. expect that to happen. Commander and El Vikingo, El Hio Del Vikingo had an insane lucha match. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eddie and Claudio in the main event, unbelievable. Claudio won, similar to the Cody situation. I think a lot of people thought Eddie was going to win, obviously, not nearly the magnitude. And he came up just short in an epic, heartbreaking match. Yes. And I can't wait to see what's next there. Um, Tom mentions. Missed this earlier. How do we feel about the sale of the E? We did talk. We did. About it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, you'll have to catch that in the audio version. Yeah, but in the very, uh, in the very beginning, both, yeah. But we're both. You know, again, we're not businessmen here, but I think it's a, a good fit, and it'll be. You know, Bo mentioned like from a TV perspective. Yeah, that's what it's will, will they be featured more on ESPN? You know, will there be a joint network? Anyway, but check it out earlier in the show. Yes. And then he also said, I think this is worth talking about. Any chance Gunther guns for Roman? Yes. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I, that's why I kind of thought he was going to lose the Intercontinental title. Whether Roman won or lost or not, I think he is going to be primed to be one of the next big heavyweight challengers. No doubt about uh-huh. it. Triple H, you know, s- called him a star yet again in the post in the press conference because he fucking is. But yeah. I mean, Cody, Gunther, Seth, they're all right yeah. there. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, like an interesting mix. And I think, like, the decision um, for Roman to win just makes that just more interesting. I think uh, maybe Cody's set of challengers maybe is a little bit more narrow. I think Gunther would have been – that's that's why, like, Gunther, Cody would have made a hell of a lot of sense from how the Royal Rumble ended when they yes. basically had, like, a 10-minute match there. Uh-huh. Um, but – we have Gunther winning and we have Cody losing. So yes. we shall Alas. see. But yeah, I just wanted to put over that Ring of Honor show because it was so good. And prayers up for Dante Martin, who fucking shattered his leg. That was yeah, ugly, that looks, that, that's nasty. brutal as hell. Hopefully a uh, speedy recovery for him. Yes. Those damn top flight boys just can't catch a break. I mean, he's obviously been healthy the whole way, but Darius with two major injuries. But now I guess we'll get to see old Darius Martin in some singles yeah, action. So, sure. I mean, I truly thought they were going to be one of the teams. The, the Lucha Brothers won that match, actually, the five-way ladder match for the titles. I thought uh-huh. it was going to be top flight or the kingdom. But anywho. Yes. Um, but, yeah, 
Tony Khan's Ring of Honor, high, high marks from me for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, let me just pull up. Oh, let's do our ad. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I was going to say. Probably should have done that. Well, no, this is a good time for it. Manscaped is here with a deal you can't pass over this Easter season. They've got the tools to give beautifully decorated at your dreams. Just because it's Easter doesn't mean it's okay to hide those bad boys behind all that tall grass. So make huh. sure your downstairs lawn is mowed. Get yourself feeling as sweet as candy by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code BBB. Tell them more about how uh, you can get your eggs uh, decorated. Sure thing. It's time to put all your eggs into the perfect basket with Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped. It's the classic. Um, inside this ball care bunny basket, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, their Weed Racker 2.0 ears and no hair trimmer, which it's just upgraded from the 1.0 to the 2.0, some new stuff here. Crop Reserver, Paul Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Travel Bag, the Shed, to hold your goodies. Uh, and the, the Lawnmower 4. Yes, I love the Shed. I literally use it every day. Uh, the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is an elite electric trimmer. It has their proprietary advanced skin safe technology that's designed to trim hair on loose skin. Um, and it's also waterproof and equipped with an LED light so you can keep your eyes on those eggs, even the dark and uh here comes peter cottontail dropping off uh something for uh your balls <laughs> i don't know i was trying to run with that but who cares um it's an extra special gift with performance package by adding the upgraded weed whacker 2.0 nose and ears hair trimmer which we talked about reducing nicks snags and tugs in those delicate knolls and ear holes and then we talked the crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver ball toner you heard that right this is bald deodorant that could change your life. Um, and so, uh, FYI, April is Easter, but it is also a Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. Um, and Manscaped is partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection, um, which is great. Manscaped yes. is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Mm -hmm. uh, so how about you take initiative and call us to action? Yes, yeah, good stuff there. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. That's right, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. Yes, into the best deal of the year with Manscaped, and trust me, your balls will thank you. Yeah, yeah, they they will. They'll have mouths that open up and they'll say it. Yes. Okay, yeah, just quickly want to talk about AEW Dynamite last Wednesday from the Chaffetz Arena on the campus of St. Louis University in St. Louis, Missouri. Your boy was in attendance third time this year. Very cool. Yeah, wow, um, already in 2023, getting, yeah, in, getting them in. Yeah, getting them in. Uh, but some nice bonuses here. They taped the entire Ring of Honor show from that Thursday that night. So we got full Ring of Honor, Dynamite, and Rampage. So it was wow. like a five and a half hour night. Oh, yeah. It was pretty epic. Yeah. But we got so we got to see Miyu Yamashita from Tokyo Joshi Pro on Ring of Honor, who JCB and I both love. So that was like a nice thrill. Mm -hmm. Aussie Open was there. So like people we've never seen live before that we didn't expect. Um, Shibata made an appearance to confront Wheeler Yuta. Uh -huh. I think there's one more, but like just these nice 
bonuses that we certainly weren't expecting to see um, uh-huh. on the other shows. But uh, oh, Vikingo wrestled as well against Blake Christian. So there were uh-huh. like four really cool things that we got to see that we didn't expect. So, yep. And a very fun, good dynamite to boot. I mean, it wasn't like a top tier by any means, but yeah. it was a lot of pretty, fun. It was pretty decent. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good show. I mean, I think the the big thing is the whole Blackpool Combat Club, you know, story with, I mean, we'll get there, but Danielson returning and turning heel and joining with them is very fascinating, and I love it. And, of course, you know, MJF continuing his uh, feud with the Four Pillars and really focusing on Jungle Boy this week. And we start with Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, defeating Matt Hardy, with very upset Ethan Page in 10 minutes, two seconds. I'm going to call this the Will Sanford extravaganza because he fucking loves Jungle Boy and Hook. And yeah. Hook came out at the end, and I'm, like, sending him pictures of both, and he yeah, was no, he commented. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just a standard 10-minute match here. Everyone and their brother knew Jungle Boy was going to win. Um, you know, nothing really special here. And, obviously, the story was MJF coming out after the match. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was kind of, you know, like, yeah, solid match, you know, um, Matt Hardy. But, but yeah, you know, the bigger story was, yeah, MJF and the promo, for yeah. sure. You know, kind of, t- I like, I hope he tells all of his stories or tells his story in his promos with with his relationship with these guys, you know. I think that's, Yeah, it seems you know, like they're probably, you know, they had the whole big group thing a couple weeks ago with all of them in the ring, and then this one was just he and Jungle Boy, and I'm... Yeah kind of assuming that he'll have a, a similar one with Sammy and a similar one with Darby. Um, remind me, since it's been a minute, and I know you just watched the show today, what were some of like the, the high points from this promo for you? Oh, the MJF one? Yeah. Uh, I would just say the story about like Jungle Boy and how he told him to like, oh, you got to like abandon, you know, your friends. And then, you know, you, you kind of synced up with Marco Stunt. He made fun of him. Oh yeah. That's right. In Christian cage, you know, just that, that kind of, that whole sort of background, I think in like, you know, kind of really laying down the two different directions they went. Reference their match at double or nothing 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like from that point, which I never saw that. Yeah. Very good match. We'll have to, we'll have to watch it before they tangle, but yeah. Uh, Again, this was really good for sure. Um, let's see. Jack called MJF a narcissistic piece of shit. Um, he said he'll do it his way when he becomes the world champ. He won't have to wake up alone every day and hate the person he sees in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there was uh, an attack. He, yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he said something about Anna J, mm-hmm. who is Jungle Boy's girlfriend. She told MJF that Jack is weak between the knees. And oh, yeah, that, yeah, I forget about that. That's when he attacked, and uh, yeah, good shit here. Um, and like I said, I presume, you know, over the coming weeks, it'll be a very similar situation with Darby yeah. and Sammy, presumably building towards this fatal four-way at double or nothing. Yeah. Um, so there was that quick... Um, segment with kenny and callus and marvez back to old times with those three um and you know kind of following up from the week before with don faking the fall and he said he was going to apologize to hangman which does not go very well later nope um there was the the jazz and acclaimed shit which i thought was pretty funny yeah Uh, i did too them like just bouncing around the theme park and all this and that i mean it does kind of stink that it seems like the acclaimed has lost a lot of that fire. I mean, they're mm-hmm. still great, 
but you know, feel like they're they're kind of above this, but yeah, it it, it gives them something to do while they're not in the title picture. So right, I'm not exactly complain about it, but. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Blackpool Combat Club just fuck up Dalton Castle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. They, they messed him up. And I like Dalton Castle on that. I like all that. Oh, yeah, the entrance and, the a, and it happened yeah, during. I, like I was, remember I was like taking pictures for our boy Evan, who's a big Dalton Castle fan. I'm like getting a picture. And then all of a sudden, here they come and just bludgeon them. Yeah, that's um, it. It was 48 seconds. But wow. again, oh, really? That's it. Continuing yeah. this heel asshole badass dominance of the blackpool combat club and i fucking love every second of it mm-hmm. um it's just great seeing all of these guys in this different role because moxley has not been he's had heel moments in aew but he's not been just this full ass kicker i hate you guy right claudio certainly ha- and wheeler both have been like pretty baby facey the whole way and i think they've all grown into this role very well and claudio finally got a music change yeah um which is a much much more suiting than that yeah 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 for a heel yeah yeah it's more like orchestral boom boom you know type of shit with horns and yeah anyway love it um so then yeah then they continue with hangman and marvez he mentioned nick jackson had a separated shoulder matt partially torn bicep Callus comes, uh, tries to shake his hand, and then the Blackpool Combat Club and beat the fuck out of him. That's He's, all they do. They just run around and just yeah. beat people up. Callus is bleeding, which apparently was legit. Yeah. Apparently, wow. he, like, fell and hit his head, and it was, like, really serious. Wow. Like, had to be rushed to the hospital. He's oh, God. fine. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that was not planned at all. Uh-huh. So, glad he's okay. Because I well, thought I had a little bit more fuel to the fire. The yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay, and then next, I thought this was going to be the main event. It should have been the main event, but I get why they put Cole in that spot for sure. Uh, but Kenny Omega defeats Jeff Cobb for the IWG to retain the IWGP United States Championship in 14 minutes. Um, I thought this was really good for what it was. I mean, I think it would have been better suited in the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cobb is a beast. You know, he's uh, he was able to throw Kenny around quite a bit. And I thought they had a heck of a match. I thought Cobb had a chance to win it, but didn't think he would. Um, right. But, yeah, what would you think of this one? Yeah, no, I thought this was great. You yeah. Know, like, like I said, like you said, this could have easily been the main event. You know, and just further cements, you know, like it's great to see Kenny back and back in singles matches and yeah, yeah, stuff like this. I think it's just, you know, um, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's a, uh, you'll find uh, it. Bleh. All right. Yeah. We'll just leave it with me sticking my tongue out. It's tight. How about that? Yeah. It's tight. Um, yeah. Him, get him getting Cobb up for the one winged angel was a cool spot for sure. Yeah. Cobb, you know, Cobb for a big boy, he he did he can he can jump a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he did, you know, some a few like a moon salt, like a stand the standing moon salt or something. But uh-huh. um, yeah, this was a, a fun matchup here. It is a bummer that this is Kenny's first defense of that title, and he's had it for three months now. Wow. Um, I th- you know I'm sure there's some politics with all that, and I admittedly thought he would be in japan again before this point but he has not um you know i i thought this match would happen at sakura genesis which is new japan's big show this weekend because cobb had been calling him out 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm certainly not upset that I got to see it in person, but yeah, I want to see Kenny back in Japan. Like you right. said, it's been awesome to see him in singles again, for sure. Mm-hmm. And with what happened after the match, I think we just might be getting another Kenny Omega Brian Danielson match at some point, which yeah, is that would be, be great, fucking yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time Love with that. Brian as the heel and Kenny as the babyface, so we've got the switch from their last match that incredible 30-minute draw um, at Arthur Ashe a couple years ago. Um, but, yeah, so we kind of referenced it earlier. Um, you know, Moxley, Claudio, and Yuta come out to beat up Kenny. Danielson comes out to make the save, seemingly. And, yeah, in the moment, I'm like, he's going to fucking turn on him. He's going to turn on him. He's going to turn on him, and he sure did. Yeah. Um, yeah, he kind of backed him up. He picked Kenny up. Um, and then, yeah, hit him with that running knee, locked mm-hmm. him in the lapel lock. Yeah. Um, and I guess he, like, passed out. And then they celebrated. And, uh, yeah. I mean, had... Blackwell Combat Club are all over the place. I yeah. mean, yeah. Before Brian came back, they were already fucking up everyone in their path. Yeah. Now look at him. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this so much. One, because Brian had felt so distant from this group for a long time oh yeah yeah i mean after, after the after, william regal stuff yeah, exactly, like, even yeah. when that was still going on and he was here like he seemed to be siding with regal um so yeah i love it you know now they're fully a unit mm-hmm. um it seemed seemed like brian was definitely on his way out and yeah. uh, i'm glad that he's not because this is such an awesome fucking group and having them in this dominant heel role is going to be great I'm guessing we're going to get a blood and guts with these four and the elite and hangman coming up. I mean, that has to be where we're headed here. And on the women's side, we've already got, you know, the outcasts, the OGs. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that'll be kind of a double bear because I feel like blood and guts is usually in like April and May on a dynamite, like in between revolution and double or nothing. So But yeah, the story is going to be very interesting from all of this, and uh, I fucking love it. Strap in, baby. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, this is definitely an exciting direction to take all that. I agree. Also exciting, next week we're going to get the guns and FTR in a careers versus titles match, Uh which again, I I do think FTR is going to win and stay, but they could very well be WWE bound, Um, you know. The result of this match is certainly going to be very telling, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah, no, that definitely had, you know adds some intrigue next week. I'm down for this. So then we had the international championship, in which Orange Cassidy defeated the Butcher in seven minutes fifty eight seconds. Oh, they have it separate. I was going to say how many title defenses. Yeah, I was going to say you know that's cool that Orange adds to his title defenses. I thought the match was kind of whatever. Yeah, the but, match was yeah. fine. It was, yeah. you know, it's another way to just get Orange yeah. out there. And he's seemingly on TV each and every week. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, the, everyone I mean, loves the yeah, guy. I mean, Why it's, not? You know, sort of automatic stakes, at least with the title. And then, you know, other guys like Butcher and Blade, you know, people like that can, you know, wrestle for it. Yeah, it doesn't make for the, the best. Huh? I was going to say his 16th title defense. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it, it's, you know. It's good, you know, in like a very mass produced kind of sense, you yes. know, but, but yeah. Um, We've talked know. about it. He hasn't really had a big singles match at a pay-per-view recently. So I would like to see that. them build to that for double or nothing. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love seeing him defend this belt 16 times and I love yeah. seeing him on TV and 
the matches are always entertaining no matter what. But yeah, a big program with him, I think would be good. Yep. Okay. And oh, uh yeah, they did a jade thing. Blah. Okay, Willow and Ruby Soho. Ruby defeats Willow in nine minutes, six seconds. I thought this match was pretty good. I'm a big Willow fan for sure. Um, She just continues to impress me more and more in the ring and personality character-wise. I just think Mm -hmm. she's got it down. Um, Of course, we had the outcasts out here, um, which was hard to take their eyes off them at ringside. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, kind of causing some distractions and – that's what led to the finish was Soraya had distracted the ref. Ruby got the roll up, but um, I'm pretty good action here. I enjoyed it for the nine minutes. Um, you know, the women's division, like we've said, it's in a much better space now than it has been. I mean, it's been months of this now, of course, but, um, and they've been building towards something. And after the match here, um, we got Jamie Hayter. It was first Sky Blue. and Rito. Sky, Yeah, yeah. Who have been, you know, kind of, and I love getting a little more involved. Yeah, I love seeing little Riho bring out that fucking big pipe. I don't remember if she did it on this show, but she's gonna hit somebody. Whenever she hits someone with it, it'll be funny. Yeah, and then Jamie Hayter comes out to a big pop. Uh, Obviously, that got me out of my seat, and um, yeah, just a fun thing. It, It is a little. All right, let's go somewhere. You know, they've kind of been in this holding pattern a little bit, but you know. I'm still okay with it. And like I said, I'm sh- <clears throat> there's definitely more of the OGs than the outcasts. So maybe they add, and I feel like we talked about this a month or two ago is like who is going to go on that outcast side because they definitely need at least one more uh-huh. for like a blood and guts, which had usually been, I think, five on five, but I'm guessing it'll be four on four this year yeah. just with how the teams shake out. Mm-hmm. But Athena to me still seems like the fit. She's Probably. a heel. She came from WWE. She's a champion, Ring of Honor Women's Champion, and she's been great as such. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's uh, just let's start moving the ball a little faster. As yeah, well. yeah, a little faster. Just get something going because yeah, yeah, it's been a little stagnant. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we have our main event, which was Adam Cole's return, and he defeated Daniel Garcia in eleven minutes six seconds. Thought the match was good not great it yeah. felt it was a very abrupt ending it felt mm-hmm. and when i looked at my phone i'm like there's five minutes left. yeah no i thought that was when i looked at the the counter you know i was like okay what's going on like this is like a whole lot of time but i know? had said to jcb i'm like of course they're just gonna promote this all access show that's coming up next and you yeah, know they yeah. have the fucking streamers and brit comes out and i'm like and obviously i haven't watched this back on tv but i'm sure that's exactly what the announcers were doing in that moment mm-hmm. so cool you know i'm ha- very happy adam cole's back like we talked about last week having him in this baby face role is going to be interesting i'm sure he's gonna keep being fed pretty you know above average challengers i think to kind of start working his way up yeah um but you know we mentioned him as a potential to dethrone mjf but that's going to be a while down the line so we'll see you know what's his program or feud for double or nothing you know yeah. what what what's the story that he's gonna get here other than just beating guys beating get yeah you know, so and I guess I, I guess if Jericho came out with for Garcia, oh, is it going to yeah, be jazz right. stuff? Yeah, right. I, I, I hope it's not that. <laughs> you know, I hope it's I mean, not I, that. 
I, I, I'd forgotten he came out. Good call. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing we're going to get Jericho Cole. I don't know yeah. if that'll be. But I hope that's pay-per-view. not the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I hope agree. that's not the pay-per-view. I agree. Like, I can't imagine they'd stretch that for a, almost two months. Mm-hmm. But that would be a good, you know, feud for him to win and kind of. What about him versus like Ricky Starks? Yeah, you know, that could like, be cool. Yeah, again, be great. baby face, baby face. But I'm just thinking, okay, that's a guy that just went over Jericho. Yeah, I mean, he's got this Juice Robinson thing going, which he's going to win, yeah. and that'll be good. Um, but yeah, Cole versus Ricky, I think would be great. That would um, be great. I mean, I'm probably not going to go that di- direction, baby face, baby face. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, he Jericho. I again didn't think about that. So that'll at least be for now. But uh yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. We shall see. But yeah, oh, yeah you know, it it'll a, be interesting where they go with him. But yeah, decent show, show, I thought. Fun yeah. show to be at. Yeah, not like top tier, you know, call it like a B B plus B show. B plus, yeah. I'll call it. Because the storyline developments were great. You know, mm-hmm. the Kenny Cobb was the only match I had above four stars. Mm-hmm. Only one even really close, but some great storyline stuff here. And like I said, we got to see some great wrestling throughout the five and a half hours that we were there. Yeah. Including a nice Sammy versus Takeshita match on Rampage. Um, but yeah, just what a fucking week it had yeah. been. I mean, you know, I was in St. Louis for that. Stuck around for opening day the next day where I just uh, hung out in a bar and got drunk and watched the Reds and Cardinals. And then we met up later. But And then we get into this whole fucking weekend of wrestling. And Friday I watched two or three shows. And Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah, it has been a bit of a fucking whirlwind for me these last few days but it's been fucking awesome yes and uh we've certainly got some interesting stuff cooking uh yeah may uh start hearing next week yeah yeah should be interesting yeah anything uh else to say before we uh call it a day not off the top of my head who do you got in the game tonight um probably uconn you know i didn't want to bet on it because i was so hard probably uconn um yeah, so I, I made one money line bet on San Diego State, just like a $7 bet, just to have something on them. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I've got UConn as well. I mean, they just have, they've dominated. They've yeah. just utterly dominated. You know, if it's a low scoring game, if, if San Diego State sort of slows them down and plays that, you know, long possession uh, defensive, you know, game that they want to play, that Brian it be Dutcher a, defense. The Brian Dutcher defense, um, Dutch fence, you know. Let's, it, uh, let's see what Matt Bradley has to offer. Yeah, we will see. And his ham tits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, can't wait to see what's coming next in the realm of WWE shit and AEW as we just kind of talked through the the fun storylines for that. So it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Let me tell yeah. you. Um, but yeah, sweet. Um, see ya, I guess. Talk, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.